John here, and we've got a new sponsor, DistroKid. Now that you've finished your latest Pirate Math SpongeCore Twitch trek, it's time to get it out there so everyone can hear it. DistroKid helps musicians get their music on all the major streaming platforms, and artists keep 100% of their royalties. And because you're a high-gain listener, you get 30% off. Just go to distrokid.com slash VIP slash high gain. That's distrokid.com slash VIP slash high gain. And now DistroKid has an app. The DistroKid app is available for iOS and Android. You can download it at distrokid.com slash app or in the app and play stores. We'd like to take a minute to thank our pals over at Isotope, makers of software and plugins for audio repair, mixing, and mastering. The new gold standard of audio repair, Isotope RX11, is coming in May. Buy RX10 now on sale and get RX11 absolutely free when it's released. We use Isotope products here at the High Gain. It's an important part of how we've been able to bottle pure podcast gold week after week. High Gain listeners get 10% off using the promo code FRET10. That's F-R-E-T-1-0. That's all at isotope.com. I-Z-O-T-O-P-E dot com. Hey, this is Ed Peterson. And this is John Kale Pickup. This is the High Game Podcast. High Game, Ed. Yeah, all day. Uh, where are we recording from, John? Beautiful West Seattle, Washington, Ed. It's a pretty nice day. I walked up yeah. from my house uh-huh. to the High Game Central. Yeah. I got a flannel on. Flannel. It's very, very Seattle. Very, oh. very grungy up here. Yeah, yeah. It's orange, which and, is a good fall color. And it's kind of tattered. Yeah, I know. Like I've That's it, that's, that's in keeping. Yeah, yeah, totally. Totally. I got like weird threads hanging off of it and stuff. And that is that is natural wear, John. You know what's funny? What? Between you and me. Yeah. Between you with your accent of many colors. Yeah. And me and my accent of New Jersey. Sure. We cannot pronounce orange. Orange? Yeah, you say orange. Orange, right. The correct way. Orange. Orange? I say orange. That's gross. <laughs> Between us you can have orange. Sure. Or orange. And it should be orange. Orange. Two syllables. Okay. Yeah. Konnichiwa, Ed. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know what that means. Is that hello? Is it good day? Is it... Sure. It's Japanese? Yeah. That's where we're going today. Oh, I love it. Let's go to Japan, John. Japan. There's a typhoon in Japan right now. Typhoon? And was there an earthquake? Like, I believe there was an earthquake the other day. Man. A friend of mine on Facebook, he was in Japan. The typhoon hit. He was running through the streets that were deserted and, like, flash flooding was happening in the streets. And then an earthquake hit when he got back into his hotel room. Crazy. That's a cool guitar, John. It is a cool guitar. I love it. How about that, Ed? Oh, man. I'm not over here 
totally misty-eyed, but maybe I'm a little misty-eyed. Yeah. I love it. That's fantastic. Ed's favorite band, R.E.M. I love them. That's from the Monster album. Yeah, which and is beautiful. That song, Strange Currencies. Yep, yep. That was a request. Ah, oh, who did yeah. that? Our man Dylan Waits requested yeah. that beverage song. That's classic sucking up to Ed. We need more people sucking up to Ed yep. by requesting songs that Ed wants to hear. Yeah. Send a mail, a DM. Yeah. Request mid-80s new wave <laughs> or REM and you'll endear yourself to Ed. Or challenge me. Yo, give John some weedly weedly stuff. That'd stretch some muscles probably. Oh, crap. You learned some Eddie Van Halen. It almost killed me. Yeah. What kind of beverages do we have? This is very yep. interesting, Ed. We were looking for the beverages. Yes. We're looking at all the various flavors of beverages, all the bespoke, organic, natural yeah, beverages. Yeah. Kombuchas and sodas and weirdy things. And in among them mm -hmm. were these here Coca-Colas. They're doing nutty flavors. Yeah. What do you got there? I got California Raspberry. I have Georgia Peach. I wonder if they're all state-based as well. New Jersey Corn. Yeah. <laughs> Jersey Big Corn. Yeah. I haven't even tried mine yet. Washington Apple. Mm-hmm. What do you think? I'm waiting for the Idaho potato flavored. Ooh. Oh, this is great. I don't drink Coke a lot. Special fancy Coke. I love it. Pretty good. I kind of specifically thought about this episode. Ooh. And I thought about the guitar that you're holding. Yes. The beverage we have. Uh-huh. And the thing with this Coke is like, it's a Coke, but it's a weirdy Coke. True. The thing with that pedal is it's a delay pedal, but it's weirdy delay. You know what I'm saying? I do. It's the Red Panda Particle V2. What do they bill this as? It's a particle delay. It'll take the delay and randomize it more. So it cuts out sections and does real kind of weirdy stuff. <laughs> Very serviceable. Go ahead and hit one of the other presets. Okay. Yeah. It's doing some pitchy stuff, some LFO-y stuff. There you go. There you go. Wow. How much do you love that? Now I like it much more. Should I go full on uh, nutbag? Yeah, yeah. I put a little weirdy setting. Try that. Okay. Yeah. How much do you love that pedal, John? That is pretty cool. Those Red Panda guys, I dig everything they do. They are great. And they're in Detroit? Yeah. God bless Detroit, USA of America. 10-4. Yeah. This ad yeah. is a Yamaha SG-5A. SG. Solid guitar. Solid guitar. Same prefix Gibson was using. Mm -hmm. What do you know about Yamaha the company? Virtually nothing, I guess. Yamaha starts in 1887. That's a long time ago. That's oldie boys. Established by Torokusu Yamaha. Jimmy. Jimmy Yamaha. Jimmy Yamaha. Out right. of Yamaha, Japan. Uh-huh. 1851 to 1916. Oh, 
So what is he? What is he? He's 66 minus uh, what, uh, 55, did you say? 1851 to 1916. Oh, 51? Yeah. Uh, 65? Okay. Uh, he was a piano and organ manufacturer. Okay. He was making pianos and organs. Okay. So it began as a musical instrument company. Fantastic. Myself? Yeah. I did not know that. They make motorcycles and lawnmowers and... In my mind, I, I guess I thought it was reversed. Like, yeah, they make all kinds of shit, and then they came into instruments later. But that is not the case. The instruments were first. That's good. 1897, they mm -hmm. incorporate. That's when you get that logo that everybody knows, the three crisscrossed tuning Ye forks. Oh. That's what those are. Of course that's what they are. Yeah. I just see it and like, oh, that's the Yamaha. I have never dissected it. Oh, that's great. Okay. Yeah. Isn't that pretty cool? Yeah, that is very cool. 1942, acoustic guitars. 1942. Yep. In Japan. Yep. Very good time. Nothing bad right around the corner. Hot time in the old town tonight. Yeah. So they're making acoustics. Okay. Uh, then the war happens. Oh, right. I forgot about that. Yeah, that World War II. Yeah, that's a real bummer. So their factories are retooled to not make guitars, but more metal-related things. I couldn't find if it was actually munitions. Like guns. Yeah, so they're tooled up for the war effort. Yep. And that's what they do all through the war. Okay. I don't think they got bombed. Okay. That's nice. A plus for them, Yeah, I suppose. Post-World War II, they're like, we would like to get back to making guitars, but we are super tooled up to make not guitars. Mm. Should we do something that's not guitars? That's when they decided. Oh. Well, let's take all of this tooling and split it off into its own separate kind of branch. We'll make motorcycles. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. Huh. That's interesting. That was 55. See, kids, you're learning stuff. I love it when I walk out of here and there's some little factoid like that. That uh -huh. like, why would a company that makes guitars suddenly start making lawnmowers and motorcycles? Oh, <laughs> a war. And, <laughs> you know? Yeah, they were cranking out lawnmowers for the war effort. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, like, don't they? Isn't that a thing? the troops right they're gonna need lawnmowers i'm just saying like that is a natural offshoot of this war effort thing. lawnmowers yes blenders right for daiquiris golf carts golf carts you know what i'm saying uh as if to reaffirm their initial mission they founded the yamaha music school 1954 i love it so that's a little bit of a background on uh where their head was at right i'm super into this guitar this fits firmly in that camp of weird-shaped, yeah. odd guitars. There are three single coils in here. Yep. I'm in the neck position right now. Yep. Middle. Yep. Bridge. Now, it should be mentioned that the middle and bridge pickups are squeezed together. Yeah. So the three pickups are not evenly spaced. Not at all. You've got a neck pickup that's at an angle. Yep. A bridge pickup down by the bridge. Yep. And the middle pickup is right next to the bridge pickup. Yep, yep, yep. So as a result, you've yeah. got a volume and tone knob, mm -hmm. but you've also got a third knob called balance. Oh. What does that do? It's I don't know. It's supposed to balance what you get from the two pickups that are right next to each other at the bridge. Yeah. So if you want more or less. Oh, weird. So in that sort of lead position, you still get both pickups. Uh -huh. What about in the middle position? 
Let's see. Yeah. So both of them are on in the middle, and both of them are on in the bridge. And then that balance allows you yeah. to choose how much output between the two. So the bridgiest. Blend in the one next to the bridge. As much as I understand, yeah. I do not understand why it's a three position switch if the middle and the bridge position both turn on the bridge in the middle pickup. I also don't get that. <laughs> so this thing has like a paddle headstock. I love it. And for the mid 60s, yeah. Take that, Parker. Right. <laughs> Totally. There's a couple others. There's the Guild hockey stick. Yeah. Right? I'm into it. I think that is a very cool headstock. The shape of the body yeah. is offset. Yes. But in the strangest way possible, the bottom horn juts way out. Love it. And the top horn is like cut off almost. It's all stubby. Also love it. And there's a tremolo arm on this as well. Let's see if it stays in tune. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. Seems like it stayed in tune. That's pretty cool. Yeah. They started making electric guitars mm -hmm. in 1966. We need to make electric guitars. Why did they decide that, Ed? In 1966, electric guitars are the thing. They were chasing money is what I'm saying. Electric guitars were, in fact, the thing. So yes. much so that there is a genre at this point in Japan named after it. Okay. Alecki. That's the electric guitar yeah. thing. Yeah, electric guitar music. E-L-E-K-I. Did you know that in 1966, there was a 25% drop-off in the birth rate in Japan? In specifically 1966. Not because of guitars. Because of the Alecki? No. It was because the Zodiac sign was the year of the fire and horse. And there was a belief. Wait, yeah. wait. So yes. <laughs> two separate things, not the horse on fire. No. Got it. Each year has a animal as well as an element, like one of the oh. five elements, wood, fire, earth. And so it was the horse and the fire year. And there's a belief in Japan yeah. that women born in the year of fire and horse oh. are destined upon reaching adulthood to marry and then kill their husbands. Oh, <laughs> holy crap. And it literally caused a 25% drop in childbirth, like just in that year. Wow. Yeah. Hey, you know, uh, we should start our family. Yeah, you know, yeah, let's, hold, let's hold off. Yeah, let's let's not have the murder moms. Wow. Yeah, that's a true story right there, John. Any other foreboding things happening in Japan <laughs> in, in the 60s? Um, Any other bring downs? They, uh, uh, well, I don't know why you would look at that as a bring down. I think that's like them being proactive. Dodging bullets. It, exactly. It's interesting when you take a belief, any belief, and see that it has the power to sway people to action, or in this case, inaction, <laughs> based on that. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, into this morass. Into this no-fucking world. Comes Yamaha deciding, we got to get in on this electric oh, deal. Oh, yeah. So they've got all kinds of engineers right. to work on the design of these guitars. Yeah. The only reason I mention that is because it's entirely different from the American model. It's like Fender designed that. You attribute it to a single person. Yeah. Our mythology is there's Leo Fender, mm -hmm. Rickenbacker, Gibson. Right. Uh, the Japanese valued more group 
input. I think everyone knows that the best way to get a really solidly designed anything uh -huh. is to design by committee. That's what you want to do. You want to get as many weird <laughs> ass opinions and then just like build your product based on overall consensus. We should be dazzle it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Yeah. Exactly. Well, so they had the group of engineers and they're yeah. like, okay, we need somebody who actually plays guitar and plays music sure. to make sure we're doing it right. Yeah. They had just the guy mm -hmm. with the kind of nuttiness for the ventures and all things surf music mm. that was going on. Yep. Uh, that spawned this Aleki yeah, 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 music yeah. in Japan. There was one guy that rose to the top. Okay. His name? Yeah. Takeshi Tariuchi. Oh, okay. Everybody just called him Terry. Cool. Yeah. Still around. Born in Thank 1939. You. Thank you. Still playing. Oh, of course. So he had a band. Okay. Called the Blue Jeans. Oh, that's a cool name. Left for a little while to form the Bunnies. Sure. Okay. The Blue Jeans, though, mm -hmm. did this thing where they would combine the surf music yeah. with more traditional forms of folk Japanese music. That's cool. And Takeshi, yeah. Terry, yeah. was a wizard on the strings. He could play really fast. Okay. You want to hear what he was doing? 1966. I, I absolutely do. I love that. Great. Very interesting cat. Yamaha approaches Mr. Terry. Okay. We see that you like to surf, the Aleki. Yep. yep. We see that you've even got one of those Moserites. Yep. Would you like to have input on this thing we're about to do? Mm-hmm. Yes, please. Please. So they bring him in. Okay. They start the SG series of guitars. Okay. And they all came to market in 66. What color is that? I think they just call it blue. Okay. It's like a metallic blue. You could get it in black, white, sunburst. Okay. A pretty standard set of uh, colors. It's got the matching headstock. Matching headstock. Bound neck. Bound neck, zero fret. So there was an SG5, and I mentioned earlier that this is the SG5A. Okay. They tended to do that every time they kind of Just iterated over the feature set. Okay. So for anybody who cares, yeah. the headstock angle was changed Oh, on the 5A. They okay. went to a resin nut, Okay. whereas it used to be metal, mm -hmm. and they went to resin roller saddles on the bridge. Okay. Those also used to be metal. Okay. And we mentioned the two pickups by the bridge yep. are very close together. Yeah. And they've got a plastic combined oh, pickup cover. Okay. But you notice there's this channel going through the middle in between the pickups. Yeah. That's so your pick doesn't get caught. Thought that was pretty funny. Pretty good. How much do you think this thing was? In 1966. I think that guitar was one hundred eighty nine dollars that is pretty good ed yeah it was 145 ah, okay that's pretty damn close okay <laughs> so in today dollars it's like 1200 bucks so that was 1200 and i was probably 189 i bet if you worked that out it's pretty goddamn close to 2000 56 000 yen i'm into it if i look at the bottom of the neck where right. it's the body yeah I don't see... Truss rod. Truss rod thing. Yeah. If I look at the top 
off the headstock, oh, yeah. I also don't see it. No, you don't. So is there a truss rod in this or not, Ed? There's a truss rod. How do I get to it? Take the neck off? No. See this neck plate? Yeah. That says Yamaha electric guitar on it? I do see that. That is decorative. Okay. You take the four screws out? Yeah. That comes off? Yeah. And the real neck plate is underneath it. Okay. And that neck plate yeah. has a hole cut in it, like a window, a little square window. Weird. And what do you see in there? A truss rod. That seems like one of those things designed by committee. Here's a good idea, guys. Let's put a cover on our cover and then hide the thing that everyone wants to have easy access to. That's a great idea, well, I mean, guys. Talk about fit and finish. I dig this guitar a lot. It's pretty cool. It seems like it's kind of noisy. Somebody yeah. could get into the guts of it and shield things or do whatever. Yeah, yeah. I wonder how it would be like if you actually work that tremolo. I, I have a feeling that may not be the most uh, stable. Our man uh, Takeshi. Yeah. He was all over that. <laughs> yes, I, I heard. I have seen one of these in real life, yeah. and it's the one you're holding. Yeah. These things must not have sold. They sold like hotcakes. Really? In Japan. Oh, Not available okay. in the U.S. Oh. In fact, Yamaha would not send any electric guitars to the U.S. until 69. Oh, weird. And by that huh. point, they were getting close to not making these specific ones anymore. I wonder how that thing would have sold in the U.S. Like, yeah. you know, the experiments like this have not fared well. Mm. Les Paul's. Telecasters, Stratocasters, those shapes sell well. Fender Performer, not so much. This is pretty cool, though. I dig it. In this particular example, and we'll have lots of pictures available. A little beat up. Beat up in all the right places. Dude in indie band with this guitar. I think so. Yeah. I mentioned Terry. Mm-hmm. Terry was in the blue jeans. Sure. Left for a hot minute to start another band called the Bunnies. Right. He would eventually go back to the blue jeans. Uh-huh. Who are still playing today. Wow. 80-year-old Terry. Yep. Gripping it and ripping it. You want to hear what the Bunnies were doing? In 60-something? 1967 Bunnies. Yeah. Test driver. Okay. With our man, Ooh. Terry. Ooh. This is what I wanted the other band to have. Yes. Takeshi. It's it's soundtrack. Like, you could see this in a uh, thriller. You know, the dude is tracking someone down a street. Ooh. Like, there's rain. There's a horse on Ooh. fire. And then this happens. Shit. The gunfight just broke out. Wild. <laughs> I love it. The bunnies. He's working that uh, tremolo. Mr. Terry. I love it. There's a 1966 movie. Tokyo Drifter, uh -huh. and it's got some of that surf influence thing going on. It's a Yakuza gangster movie, Ooh. but everything's real cool in kind of a 60s James Bond, but Yakuza. Right. If you're into what you just heard, go check out Tokyo Drifter. Oh, it's great. 
not available in the U.S. doesn't mean that some people couldn't get this guitar if they were traveling in Japan. Oh, sure. You know Link Ray? Totally. He got one. Really? The SG-2. Okay. Uh, Link Ray was a Shawnee, Native American. Link Ray. Link we Ray. miss him. 1929 to 2005. That's a good run. His first hit yeah. was called Rumble. Okay. 1958. Okay. And it set loose the hounds of hell upon <laughs> uh, rock and roll. Okay. Everybody from like Pete Townsend to Jimmy Page yeah. to Hendrix right. said they heard that Link Ray in 58 and were like, oh, that's where I want to go. Right. He's credited with popularizing what we now call the power chord. Oh, no kidding. Yeah, that was Link Ray. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So he had the SG-2. Yeah. You want to hear what he could do with it? Absolutely. Okay. This is a Link Ray song. Okay. Called Tail Dragger. Ooh. I love it. I'm going to go pee now. Okay. Okay, I'm back. Oh, great, great. Everything's cool. I got some more coffee. I finished off my uh, California raspberry Coca-Cola beverage. Feeling feeling great. Nice. Great. I'm ready to go another hour and a half. Let's go. Oh, (laughs) sweet. Today's dirt box is the Fox Tone Machine. Yep. You can play some really cool Amazing Grace. That is awesome. Now I see John. I once was a horse. And now I'm on fire. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. That particle is really cool. Really good for that kind of stuff. It's really good for for all kinds of stuff. For the mellowing out. Oh, I like to mellow the shit out. Guy like me. Oh, man. So they made this first round of SGs till 71. Okay. 66 to 71. Love it. You can still get them for reasonable prices. I dig that guitar a lot. Like, a lot. Yamaha, not resting on their laurels, though. I mentioned that they move electric guitars into the U.S. in 69. Mm-hmm. 1983. Okay. The first commercially available. It's got to be, like, synthy related It is. The uh, Yamaha yeah. DX7. Some of those early Yamaha synths from that 80s period yeah. are crazy collectible. Silly for the synth. Yeah. 88? Yeah. The first CD recorder. Whatever. I'm glad you like this guitar, Ed, because in 2000, oh, they reissued it. Did they? Yeah. They called it the SGV300, and those are even more reasonable. Oh, sure. I'll find those on Reverb all day long, like 500 bucks. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) 
Ed Cord. <laughs> yep. Hmm. The nickname for these was the Flying Samurai. Oh, okay. Yeah. What do you, Ed, mm. know about King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard? A little bit. Really? Not zero. I know that I don't love that band name, but I definitely have heard the band. They are Australian. Okay. And their guitar player, Stu McKenzie. Okay. He plays the Flying Samurai. No kidding. Yeah. Do you think he plays newer or older? Do you think uh, I he think plays he plays an older one. Okay. Great. This song, Ed, yeah. is called Mars for the Rich. Yep. That's the kind of band I want to be in. Yeah. Just do that. Just... Where do I sign up? Yeah, 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 yeah. Totally. Do I get to live in Australia? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's a flying samurai. I love it. Where do we get that guitar from? We got this. Yeah. From the same person who suggested the beverage song. Our good friend Dylan Waits yeah. from uh, Patreon. This weekend, coming up. Yes. We have a meetup. In beautiful West Seattle. Yeah. With some of the lovely high gain listeners. Do you live in Seattle? Mm, Do you yes. live in West Seattle? Yes. Are you planning to visit Seattle from anywhere on the globe? Mm. And you're going to be in town on the 27th? Sunday, October 27th. At noon. Why not come have coffee with us? Yeah. Hang out. We'll talk about guitars and stuff. Someone requested uh, CBD based weed beverages, and I don't think Uptown has those, but we could probably walk two blocks and find a weed beverage. Could probably walk two blocks and find actual weed. <laughs> right. When this is over, I'm yeah. going to do that for the next eight hours. Okay. How is this for informative, Ed? I love it when we do a new manufacturer that we haven't done before. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. I love it, John. Pretty cool stuff. Super informative. Do you like Patreon, Ed? Yes. Ed likes Patreon way better than he likes boner pills. <laughs> yes. Or shilling mattresses. Right. We're trying to keep Ed away from the boner pills, mm -hmm. having to talk about them. Yes. And that means to the extent that you want to go to patreon.com slash the high gain, yeah. it helps defray our costs. Yeah. It would be nice if we didn't have to pay out of pocket for like hosting and whatnot. Yeah. That would be great. Great. While you're doing that. Yeah. You can look us up any old place. Facebook. Instagram. Twitter. Uh, www.thehighgain.com. Or you can email us even. Oh, yeah. yeah. Thehighgainpod at gmail.com. Yeah. We get all of those things. We interact with each of them just a little differently. Today on Facebook, I posted a smoothie recipe. Ooh. It was lovely in a Thunder Road glass. Smoothies. Yeah, so if you go to Facebook, you can get smoothie recipes from Ed. Did you set it on fire? No. Uh, a horse on fire? No, I did not. Uh, a fire horse? Yep. <laughs> <laughs>